hey there. Welcome back to Lady Talk Radio. I'm your host and friend, Stacey Ray. And on this show, we have conversations that move you, that matter, and will probably make your life better too. In this episode, we have a very near and dear guest to my heart, who is Cami Peterman. She is a coach to people all over the world and has been my coach for many years. So of course, this is a a personally really important conversation for me to share her brilliance with you. And I just found this conversation to be really elevating and empowering and just perspective shifting. If you have been in a conversation about your own spirituality and your soul uh, and just curious about how how to really align with that outside of just your mind and, you know, the sort of strategic approach, but really just starting to get some altitude on what it means to be a soul in a human body. I feel like this episode is going to blow some minds. Maybe pause it, take notes. I felt like there was so much that we talked about in such a short episode. So just receive what's meant for you and enjoy. I am so excited to introduce you to someone who I just absolutely adore, Cami Peterman. Cami, I'm so, I almost got a little teary a couple moments ago as you were talking because I actually was thinking this feels so, so special to have you on the show. I feel like we did this a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I think, actually in 2014 because it was one of the first like 10 episodes, I think, that I did. Oh, really? 2014 it was actually way long ago 20 i think it was 2016 2017 because i remember living yes it's like wait a second i haven't had the podcast since 2014 but nonetheless you've been such a key person in my life uh for those of you that don't know who cammy is she's an incredible incredible teacher mentor coach creator woman and I am so like to, to even try to touch on the magnitude of, of how you've supported me in my life is just is untouchable. Um, so Cami feels like a really special guest for me because you know me so well. You've been such a beautiful part of my life. And, and I just love and adore you. And you're so your wisdom is so profound. I literally can be in my own shitstorm of life and show up to an hour with you and it's like everything clicks back in place and I can make sense of myself as this like you know soul in this crazy experience we're having and it's just absolute magic how you've worked with me so oh thank you we'll so just much. start the episode there with Stacy crying that seems to be happening lately that's awesome <laughs> just crying at the beginning you know no big deal Bring it, the way it is <laughs> Thank right? you for that introduction. It's been my absolute pleasure, Aww. seriously, being um, being with you all this time, truly. Yeah. Watching you, your, you know, like undo everything that is not you and show up and find the exquisite, extraordinary woman that you are has been one of my favorite things I've ever, ever gotten to do in my lifetime, really. Aww. Oh, goodness. All right. How are we going to have a... Conversation. We've done it many times. Oh, I'm so I'm so tender now. Oh, I I feel really excited about. Thank you. I feel like I, I moved through that. Um, but thank you. And I feel like one of the reasons I was so excited about having this conversation with you is because I feel like we're all, whether we are conscious of it or not, 
experiencing the collective at the moment, which is, you know, this has been a big couple years, mm-hmm. like for everybody and maybe a great couple years, maybe not a great couple, however people are experiencing it, but it's been, it's been big being a human being, you know, since 2020, since the beginning of time, but since 2020, for sure. And navigating some of the, just all of the stuff that's coming to the surface in the past six months to a year two, And I think just all of us sort of navigating that. And I feel like bringing into the conversation, which I know you are so artful at is reminding people, you know, like of like getting out of the sort of judgment and the hate and the good and evil and all that kind of polarity conversation and just getting back into who we really are and getting connected to that. So I felt like what's, what's your experience of how it's been in the past, like, you know, just collectively this year. It's so funny. Cause you say, you know, that this has been happening since 2020 and um, you know, the, the quote unquote awakening has actually started in 2012. Like that was, I'm sure it started before that. There's no actually, but there's been so much transformation in my life, like digging up the shit and flipping it over and, you know, really um, undoing and uncovering and creating and opening up to surrendering grief, all of it grieving since 2012. And I think a lot of, uh, a lot of people can speak to the to that level of upside downness since then, right? Because I, you know, I actually think about it, and I feel like I've lived about seven different lifetimes since I was a kid. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's really rare, really rare for me to act like not rare. That's not the right word, but it's really weird for me to think about who I was before two thousand and twelve, and even before that. Like it's just so bizarrely different right so going back to your question about 2020 um you know i think that this year has is very confusing for a lot of people that hadn't or haven't experienced or allowed themselves to experience the um regeneration that's been going on since 2012 you know what I mean? So yeah, there's, been, I, do. I think there's a lot of denial. And if we look at our language, right, whenever there's something that's not comfortable or I'll just use the word, like, you know, in our, in our world is breakthrough, break, breakdown to breakthrough. Right. And we try our hardest to uh, embody or embrace the, the terminology of breakdown as something other, like something better than my life is falling apart. And this is a shit show. Right. <laughs> because that's what I mean. So what I'm trying to say is since 2012, we're breaking, we've been breaking down in so many ways. Right. Um, And the way that we've been, the way that most people relate to it as, is as a problem. Right. So 2020, same, same. Right. What I saw in 2020 was uh, it was just kind of like when, the president of the United States, the last one showed up and all the shit came from the bottom of the, of the pond and we, we yeah. saw everything. Right. So this is to me, the process, right. It sucks how many people are hurt and how all the pain that's happening. And it's part of, and this is just my experience and this is how 
what I see is it's all the opportunity to choose, right? So I keep diverting from your question, I apologize. Um, 2020 um, feels like, and it looks like from my experience of watching and listening um, is where the opportunity of denial of the denial of what is underneath and what's going on and um, who we actually are can be, could have been, can be, was um, challenged. Yeah. Like every human on this planet had an opportunity to actually take some time, look in the mirror, right? And figure out what's going on for yeah. themselves. Yeah, like magically. Uh, sorry, that's not the right word, but you know what I mean. It's like there was so much opportunity, so there was a. Ton- there really was, yeah. yeah, and and like completions and endings of like like, I remember having a conversation with our therapist, like our couples therapist, she's like, I've never been busier. Like people are doing the work. They're like, you know, or choosing out or, you know, and, and so many people having to really look at the patterns. Cause there was just no, well, there was still distractions, but there was less distraction. It was like, you've just got to stay in your house yeah. <laughs> and yeah. face that. Absolutely. Right. And so, <laughs> so going back to 2012, you know, I think the very first time I ever picked up, picked up a quote unquote self-help book was in 1992. Uh, yeah. Right. And, um, and also let's, let's just lean over to the other side, which like anything spiritual. Right. So I've been practicing being a human being. That's actually a spirit, spiritual being all my life, but keeping it a secret. Yeah. Right. Like showing up as a regular human being, when I can see through things and I can hear things and I see, you know what I mean? So to see where I'm pointing, like I was mm-hmm. kind of a closeted soul in a human body trying to fit in like everybody else. But going back to the 2012. I can relate period, to that. Right, <laughs> Seriously. <totally. laughs> yeah. So 2012, in this past 15 years, like that, the self-help industry or the connection between self-help and spirituality has like blown up, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So this to me points to what's actually happening. So right. we can hang out in the yes. in the in the circumstance of what's going on in the world. We can look. We can hang out in the three D aspect of the of wor- the world where we believe that there's not enough water, not enough this, not enough that, too much that. There's violence and anger and frustration and all that kind of stuff. I'm not putting that down. That is absolutely what is going on for some Mm. people. And 2020, I guess what I was trying to say. So from like 2012, it's just kind of like a slow drip. Yeah. Opportunity. Here's another opportunity. Here's another opportunity. Like to open your eyes, wake up a bit, look in the mirror, do your work. Right. Like if you think about how many coaches there are in the world, how many therapists there are, like, all this conversation about, you know, you and I've talked about this before about like trauma, right? Yeah. Couldn't have had that conversation 20 years ago. It was no. different. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Or yeah. I'm going to see a, a Reiki healer or, you know, all of those things. It would, that would be so not the norm. 
Yeah. And maybe it still isn't the norm. I don't live in the norm. So <laughs> you know what I mean? To me, it's getting it's there. Normal. It's getting there. I mean, it's, in certain areas, for sure, it's pretty common. Yeah. Right. And this is the passageway that we're actually in. So 2020 was, is an opportunity. It's an opportunity to choose. It's yeah. an opportunity to choose this or what else is available. Yeah. I so, wow. I, okay. I didn't have any awareness about 2012. So when you said that I started kind of thinking, gosh, where was I in 2012? And that was a really pivotal moment. That year was really pivotal for me too. So that's really interesting. I never thought of that. I'm going to track that a little bit better, go back and see what was kind of like going on in those years too. Cause yeah, I feel like we've been having these opportunities over the years, you know, things popping up in, you know, in our society or different changes happening, just even like, I feel like when we grow a little bit in consciousness, it's like, it can be painful and almost like intense for us. I know that I've gone through a billion death and rebirths <laughs> the past 10 years, it feels like. And 2020 was so, it was almost like it was a pressure cooker in a way. Like it was, it, we couldn't, the entire planet went through a pandemic. So it's like, we literally had to face that contrast or we didn't. Or we didn't. And that, but, but yes, you're totally right. Like, like I said, the slow drip has been going on slowly, slowly, let's alchemize, let's see what people can do with this. Um, and then it just was like a hard, fast, hard, fast slam. Right. And I, I love the, concept of a pressure cooker. I also feel like a it, like being in a box of mirrors. Ooh, damn. So you, everywhere you look, you have to, that's where, there you are. Yeah. Wow. And so that, to me, that's, you know, you think about it when people are now at home with their spouse that they've never, that they've been kind of avoiding for the last 10 years of their life. And they're now in the same household, they've got some choices to make. Yeah. Right? How they, how people parent, how people talk to themselves. Like it was, it, to me, it was a pivotal, pivotal time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, the very, when it first began, I was really ready to get out and help as many people as I could support as many people as I could. And I quickly within probably two months was like, Nope, mm -hmm. I actually couldn't. I was yeah. finishing some programs that I'd had started and um, I was exhausted and I didn't know I was that exhausted. Mm. Right. Um, for me, 2020 was a deep dive into that, into another level of looking in the mirror from a place of ridiculous compassion. Mm -hmm. Right. It actually, it actually created um I, like I said earlier, I can't, I, I, I couldn't, I don't have any access to who I used to be. Like, even now it's even more like, it's hilarious that I'm like, I don't know how I was, but yeah. I, who I am now is like, there's no connection to her. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. So for me, it's when I actually really, really delved into and understood the concept that we are spiritual beings in a human body. Like it was, um, I can't tell if it was downloaded or, or what, like, like you asked me earlier, like when, when were these things happening? And I actually don't have a moment. Mm -hmm. I just know that I really got really clearly 
Yeah. We're so focused on the body part as like, it's super real. Yeah. And we haven't been focusing on the soul part, which is completely and utterly pure love and who we are. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's been my transformation is actually catching that. You know, and it's so interesting because I, I know this about you because I witness you do it. It's like you can look at it, you know, let's say I came to you and I said, I'm so frustrated about these two things or I can't decide between the, it's like, I'm really in that physical reality. I'm in the 3D. I'm like, this is my problem right now I need to solve. And I, and I can witness you sort of, it's like you sort of zoom out and you can see the bigger picture and you can, it's like, it's more of the soul five-dimensional level like it's not about what's happening in front of my eyeballs (laughs) you know and I feel like now that we're talking about this I can see that even just in our you know experience of everything that's been going on even lately outside of 20 it's 2021 now who knew I'm like wow it just feels like what is time at the moment but you know we can get so fixated on what we're looking at like oh it's this now this is the thing that's the problem that we need to solve it's oh it's this it's this it's this and what I'm, what I'm really connected to as we're having this is like really like the bigger picture, you know, and like what you said, the bigger, the choices and the experience that we can be having together. Because if there's one thing I notice recently, there's been more people getting together. I find like communities have been sort of gathering in ways, but then there's also more separation than I've ever experienced in my lifetime. Well, the separation part, and that's, that's the part. So I think I touched in on the American president that was happening, you know, prior to last year and how he brought the shit up. Right. Yeah. And then, but, or that experience brought the shit up. And if you look at the divide, right. So Republican versus uh, Democrat um, mask versus no mask vaccine versus no vaccine. Um, black versus white, Asian versus white. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, the divide is so clear. Yeah. It's so, like, it's always been there. That's the thing. It's It's been there for generations and generations and generations and generations. And this is what I mean by the focus of the 3D, the focus of the, of the self, right? Um, based on... Uh, it's actually based on nothing. It's based on patterns and belief systems that we have been taught and trained into. And I don't mean that we are puppets because that's disrespectful. I mean, like we really, every one of us in, or I shouldn't say that, but let's say you and I were born into a family that made us believe that get, growing up and having a career and you know, having kids and a car and a house and no debt and all this kind of stuff made you a good person, right? Like nobody questions this stuff. Yeah. Right? And yeah, the programming is so real. It's like, right. and this is where this, so that's what I see with all yeah. of these things that are happening, right? Is the programming, even when the pandemic started uh, or 2020 started, like, the divide was like so Ugh. right yeah. and so righteous and so so much pain and yeah um and that's what i'm talking about about the human experience mm, yeah right? and i 
really standing for it doesn't have to be that way. It actually shouldn't be that way. You know what I mean? But we, you know, I imagine that if we were, if that, if we could have amnesia, let's say we deleted all the programming, right? Like we're so programmed that like every, all of our beliefs are constantly recycling themselves. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, to we not enough of us question why we think the way that we do or why we do the things that we do right like um I, you know i have a story in my head that if we were to um raise children from a place of so who are you what did you bring mm. to this planet what do you want? Whoa, <laughs> whoa, that's such a trip to think about. Right. But you know what I mean? Like, it's nobody's fault that people are bringing up their children the way that they're bringing them up. Right. Of course. Yeah. We know what we know. Right. Yeah. How I know how to love human beings or how I used to know how to love human beings came from my environment. You know, all the dysfunction and the trauma and the, you know, the right and the wrong and blah, 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 blah. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's no condemning here at all. What there is, is an opportunity to actually start practicing out of this is who I am. That's the way I am. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You're wrong, I'm right kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. And going back to what I, the world that I see is available is really honoring each other's gifts from like, even in this moment, we can start honoring each other's gifts, honoring each other's uniqueness releasing the, like getting clear about your own fears, right? How come you believe what you believe? Like that inquiry, you know, right there will change you. Why do I believe this? Why do I do this, right? Um, A lot of our resentment, suffering, guilt, shame is all because we're out of alignment with our soul. That's our physical being or the thing that's great about our body is it actually is our antenna. Yeah. It's telling us, Hey, you're out of alignment. You're pure love. Mm-hmm. So that shame you're feeling means that you're out of alignment with your soul. You're believing something in your mind based on a belief, a pattern, a strategy that you learned that was also outside of, out of integrity with your soul, right? Mm-hmm. But what we're doing is we're focusing on those things. We're focusing on the shame as being something to fix, the shame as being something to handle, right? Mm-hmm. Or the, the depression, we got to fix it. We got to put a pill in there. We got to, you know, do all the thing. And there's nothing wrong with that. And there's another place to come from. Yeah. Your soul is intact all the time. It's bright. It's light. It has all of the answers. It has every answer you've ever needed to know about everything on this planet and beyond. But we're never, we've never learned that, right? So instead, we look outside of ourselves for our, for our own value and our own worth, and it causes suffering, it causes divide, it causes separation, it causes heartbreak, it causes all of it, right? So I'm a massive advocate of 
meditation. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I'm the last person people knew me 25 years ago. They'd be like, who, what, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. what are you talking about, but you know, I'm a, like to quiet, to, to not yeah. look outside of yourself for the answers. Yeah. You know, yeah. to find people that will support you in always looking back in the mirror and not from the place of fix or shame or blame, but to actually use all of those places as, oh, I'm out of alignment with my heart. Mm-hmm. Right. Does that, does that, Answer Everything you just said, I was, I was seeing the pattern of like, oh, if, okay, so we're depressed or we have this going on. And then it's like, we try to fix that or fill that void or do like produce all these new habits or ways of being to try to compensate for those things. And I can see you mentioned when you per- first picked up a personal development book in 1992, I don't know exactly what year this was, but I know I was I think I was 18 when I first came across Tony Robbins. And that was what I was trying to do. I was like, something doesn't feel right. I don't feel normal or whatever. And I'm not happy. You know, like I knew that there was misalignment there. It was a grape. (laughs) Yeah, you got a sour grape. That was great. (laughs) And and I remember it was that it was that seeking. It was like seeking and looking and trying to find something. And and maybe it would work for a week or two or three hours or something. But then it was always about finding that next thing, you know? And there was I can trace so many patterns in my life that go back into those moments of trying to fix. And I still do this. I'm not saying I don't. I'm still practicing this. But I feel like when I find a little problem to fixate on, it's like, ooh, okay, let's fix this now. And I feel like just the way you said it, I was thinking, wow, isn't that interesting? Because obviously, if we were fully connected to our soul and living in total alignment and just pure love and just knowing who we are, like that's pretty big. I can imagine that I would want to avoid that a little bit. at times out of fear yeah, right right yeah. well the thing that I also want to put in there is like so when you found Tony Robbins and you were doing the thing and you're following the pattern what's really excellent about that so this is this is what I feel about it is there was actually nothing wrong with it that's where you yeah. were and mm-hmm. your soul was guiding you yeah all of those next things so it wasn't about yes we are consciously as human beings fixing right yeah right but what I hear over here is that your soul is like, hey, how about trying, like, how about this? And you're going to keep going here and you're going to keep going <laughs> It's the here, gateway. Right? <laughs> yeah. The gateway drug was Tony Robbins. <laughs> totally. I think mine was Marianne Williamson or Louise Hay yeah. or something like that. Cool. But, but what I mean is what I, when I say that I look back and I can see how all the fixing that I was doing, um, I really, really get that it was my soul. Yeah. Because here's the other part of it. In this world, we have conditioned ourselves to believe that we are separate and that we don't belong, right? It is part of this conditioning of um, whatever the hell we're doing here, right? It is like, I'm better than you. You're better than me. I'm not good enough. Like it is so, it's pervasive in every aspect of our lives. And that is not our natural state. That's not our soul state. We are actually all one. In our soul state. But that seeking that you're talking about and that lack of happiness is a, ref, um, uh, 
tends to be a reflection because I can't, or a reaction from the world that you've lived in, right? Mm. We're all, and you know how many times I've heard somebody say, I don't feel like I belong? Like, oh my God, me too, right? Most of my childhood, I'm like, I don't, I used to tell people I was adopted. <laughs> I look exactly like my family because I felt so much like I didn't belong, wow. right? Yeah. But where I'm coming from now is that's part of the facade that kept me separate, right? Mm. Like, that's me not under like, and, you know, that's part of the seeking that the part of me seeking this, the soul that I am to remember who I am. Does that make sense? I think so. It's a little yeah. bit wacky. No, I think so. So going back to you, like Tony Robbins and so on and so on. So if you think of it from that perspective, like never, there's nothing wrong. You've never done anything wrong. You've, you've been led by what was supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's like, that was the path that was, yeah. Cause like, imagine the shell shock, little 18 year old Stacy gets slammed back into full alignment with her soul. No idea what the hell's going on. They might've locked me up. They probably do lock people up for that. Now well, that I'm saying that out loud. So that's a great place to go. So when I was talking about like 2012, we've been kind of dripping, slow dripping into this new version of ourselves and the ascension of ourselves. Um, and 2012 is a little bit louder and it's going to keep getting a little bit louder. Um, I don't know if you've, anybody's ever listened to Dolores Cannon, but if you have any interest, uh, Convol- uh, Convoluted Universe series is excellent. Yeah, like, you turned me on to her books and I was just mind blown. Yeah, if you want to learn more about how the soul works and how the human body wor- or human beings work, it's really, she's an amazing past life reg- regressionist that fell into this essentially. Yeah. Her story is so cool. Yeah. She didn't fall into it. It was actually her purpose. Right. Yeah. So, um, wow. I lost why I was saying that surprise. Oh, so we, as human beings, we can't actually hold all the light that we are. That's why our soul is outside of us. It's like, we can't hold the level of vibration of love that we are as souls. So that's, and also this trans, the transition that's going on is a vibration where the whole, our earth is vibrating higher. It's committed to uh, the ascension process, which is the earth, which is part of who we are because all this is, is vibration. Mm -hmm. Right. So we couldn't have that level of love be inside of our bodies we wouldn't actually live you know what i mean so when you said that you can it's it's kind of clear it's kind of clear you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> i just got <laughs> shot out into the universe <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyways, um yeah it's all supposed to be that way like you know that one of my strong beliefs is it's supposed to be this way or else it wouldn't be you said that to me years ago i remember it stuck with me through so many experiences because that's been my kind of flavor of trying to figure out the whole human being thing I would just resist what was I was like no it shouldn't be this way and you had said something to me exactly to the likes of that it was like if it could be another way it would be like this this is what is and it just, you know, I would refer to like the weather and stuff in myself. I was like, you know, I can resist winter all day long. 
it's still going to be winter, right? I'm just going to be in resistance. That's How winter is going to be there. Right? I know. <laughs> but that's, that's what I mean. Like, so yes, everything can be different, but you have to acknowledge what is so. Yeah. Right. Like the truth is, is that we are constantly using suffering and despair and pain and hate and all that kind of stuff to move us forward instead mm-hmm. of love. Yeah. Like, the coolest thing is when you recognize like, oh, this is so right? Get to the facts of something, get to the understanding of something. And then there's a self-awareness that happens that allows you to actually be, create some compassion for yourself and some choice. Most people are running around choiceless, right? Avoiding domination or dominating. Like that's, that's such a normal way of our humanity, you know, mm-hmm. in the past 10,000 years, right? Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. So finding, when you get to what is, when you can stand here and go, okay, this is what is so, in your own ability and as much as you can take in, and then you have choice. And the first step is to acknowledge it, thank yourself for where you are. And that's, a, that's part of the breakdown in our world is there's no acknowledgement. We are extraordinary. Look what we do every day. Look what we create, whether it be something that you don't agree with or not, it's still created. We did this or that person did that. You know what I mean? Like there's no acknowledgement. We're so addicted to this isn't right. I got to fix it. I got to, you know, bulldoze through life trying to get to be happy and really happiness is in this moment. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the only place that happiness could be ever. If that's the thing that you're going for. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. So I don't know where we are in this conversation. We're, we're, we're treading through, we're in it, you know? Yeah. I feel like when we're having really good dialogues, that's how I know we're in it. Cause I'm like, where are we? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to interrupt this flow for just a moment to ask y'all a question because I have noticed a lot of you are curious about podcasting or sharing audio experiences with your audience or soon to be audience online. If that's the case, have you found yourself getting stopped by the tech stuff, the nitty gritty stuff, the stuff that you don't necessarily want to be busy with all the time? If that's the case, me and my team have created something really unique where we're supporting creators just like you to be able to just turn on their mic and share their wisdom and wit, whatever it might be, and not have to worry about the tech. We got everything from the podcast production and editing to the graphics, intros, sound bites, all the things that you need to bring your audio experiences to people online with ease. If this sounds like you, go to the link in the show notes, your media, Y-O-O-R media.com forward slash studio. We can't wait to hear from you. I feel like, okay, this is so cool because I was really picking up on this as you, as you've been going through different pieces of that. I feel like this was an experience I had. I don't know if this is common, but I feel like the exploration of soul work and be like just spirituality, let's just call it the exploration of spirituality. I find sometimes like there's obvious spiritual bypassing or people people are like, I'm more, you know, down with the science, you know, I felt like sometimes I was like, yeah, 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 that's great. But how do I actually, how do I actually move this forward? Or now I have this problem, but I'm getting connected to this, like, 
you know, this deeper truth of who I am, does the problem go away? Or do I just become okay with the problem? Or whatever, you know, I'm kind of I'm like, how do we? Okay, sorry, that was a lot of words to just say this. (laughs) (laughs) How do we? How do we? um, Soothe that part of our minds that's like, but that's not practical. Yeah, it's, uh, well, it's everywhere, right? Like this is actually <laughs> part of the thing that's in the world. Um, because our greatest resistance, in my opinion, is listening to ourselves. Ooh. It really Good is. One. Like, yeah. people I coach, and the first, like, I'll, I'll bring in, like, you know, not the best coach in the world this way, but like, how about meditation? Yeah, 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 I'll do that. Nope, it's not happening. Like there's a resistance to answering your own stuff. And I don't think it's not conscious, right? Remember that the ego mind is your subconscious mind and, or your ego mind, sorry, um, doesn't want you to have that information that your beliefs are you don't know somebody else knows more than you do and you have to go find the information outside of you that is your conditioning it is lodged in your subconscious mind yeah so when we try to introduce something new it's literally like our brain is like nope that doesn't coincide with this age-old programming that other people are going to give me the answers right it's like in our dna to not actually have your own opinion. Yes. That isn't from reject or from uh, like a lot of opinions are opinions. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're from a resistance or a rejection or, you know, trying to be heard or something like that. Right. So Mm -hmm. um, that's my experience is like, so your question was, how do we, how do we roll through the world? Right. When yeah. How do, how do, yeah. Like, how do we, because the brain is, my mind will say, that's not practical, you know, or, hey, you know, it almost like, uh, well, you know what I mean? It's like the brain's the chatterbox, right? Like, meditation's not going to, you know, do this for you or because, right? Like, oh, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, kind of rushing it off. I've got real problems, you know, like that kind of voice in our head, right? Right. And I think that's um, the only answer I have is to question that. Like, and that's what I mean. Like some people are never going to question that and that's okay. You know what I mean? So during this time period, going back to the 2020 and, and I'm just going to insert the ascension, like going from one vibration as a, as humanity and this planet. And it's not a, better place to be or not a better place to be um the 3d vibration is very very human the five 5d vibration is heaven on earth right so it's the joy it's the play it's the everything works it's the no questions right like my passion for what i do is for people to develop faith And I'm not talking about faith in religion or faith in anything outside of them, but actual faith in themselves that know that there's nothing ever that happens to them. 
that they can rock this planet and this lifetime fully, right? Of course, they're going to get scared. Of course, there's going to be old thoughts and feelings and body sensations from what you've been programmed to believe, right? Mm -hmm. But the cool part is when you actually know that you're, that everything is okay. Like actually know like, oh yeah, I'm going to have more clients. Oh, my bank account's going to be fine. Oh, I'll lose weight whenever I'm ready to. Oh, that's going to happen. You know what I mean? Or whatever the stories are. Yeah. It's going to be fine. We're always going to have, you know, uh, this and that and that and this. That's heaven on earth to me. Mm -hmm. Right. Fear base, which is the 3D world, which is like, we're out of this, we're running out of that, you're not good enough, you're, you know, this is happening, and that's happening, and this is happening. We're so focused on blame, shame, obligation, gain, you know, all of the things, there is no space Mm -hmm. to question yourself, there's no space, because fear will always want to win. Right? Yeah. And the programming exists. So it's almost easier for us to choose well, that's that logical because yeah. that's actually the logical, <laughs> which is mind boggling to think about, <laughs> you know, but also incredibly soothing because then I'm like, Oh, gotcha. It's not that, you know, that this is our natural way. It's not that suffering is what we're here for or struggle. It's like, we've just, we've just learned that and kept choosing it and just kept choosing it you know? So, and I know, I mean, and I, I'm going to assert anyways, I feel like we've all had those moments where we're like, <gasps> you know, we get those like glimmers and glimpses of, of like the, the joy of life and the beauty of life, you know, and just that real full, I just, just bliss moment, you know, I feel like on some level, we all know that it exists. And you said something, I don't know if, I don't know if we were recording yet, but you had spoken to like when you were young, like, it's like you always knew that there was more than this. I feel like that's what this conversation is. It's like a reminder. Like we've always known that we're not just here to like, you know, do, 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 follow the rules and, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's like, we all know that there's something else underneath all of this or above all this or wherever it is. And, and some people are at different stages. Yeah. Right. And there's no, and so, you know, time isn't necessarily linear. It is on this planet, but it's not in our souls. Mm-hmm. Right. So everyone has their, has their time. So I'm going to talk about death for a second. Right. Um, I think I used to be terrified of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, as a human being, like Oh my God. Right. I remember waking up so many times. Well, I haven't done anything yet. I'm going to die. I don't know. Like just terror. Right. Which is also programming. Um, but we're, what I've come to now is that we all have a date and a time that we're just going to be gone. Mm-hmm. Right. Like we all have as a soul, we all have a blueprint. We all have a we all chose to come here for a certain reason. None of those reasons, not one of them is better than the other. Mm-hmm. So even the person that's carjacking, and I don't know where the hell that came from, but carjacking somebody or, you know, adopting 17 dogs, you know what I mean? Not yeah. one of them is not better than the other. Right. That's our conditioning. Mm-hmm. Right. 
where why this has to do with death. Oh yeah, so the soul part, right? So we all have a blueprint. We all are here on purpose for a specific reason, whether it be to, like I said, adopt dogs or carjack people or do whatever it is. Like there's, it's all part of the process. And so is death. Death, the only thing that's dying is this human experience, this body. Your soul is just going and doing something different because it's eternal. Yeah. Yeah. Younger, I didn't understand that. There was something that I always questioned. What the hell does eternal mean? Because my 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 consciousness didn't have the concept of that. Right. I had no idea. I'm like, that is the weirdest thing. But I was always fascinated by it. Mm -hmm. And now I get it. Now I'm like, oh, I actually don't like part of me does know when I'm when I'm leaving this planet, but I don't have the information, you know. Mm -hmm consciously um but i'm not afraid anymore yeah now i'm more like oh i wonder what's next wonder what else is out there i may not come back onto this planet again i might go to a different galaxy i know that sounds very esoteric and weird to some people but that's that's the place i love to live in is to actually holding space for that um everything that happens is supposed to happen. And mm-hmm. yes, I, I am devastated by a lot of it as a human being. Mm-hmm. I don't want to ever take that away. Like all the people, all the people that I have been killed and you know, what's going on with the, all the, all the things that are going on. Yeah. It's a lot. Breaking. A lot of times yeah. I don't want to be here because my human experience is like, Oh my God, this is heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Right that anybody could do those things to other people. And my spirit says, and this is part of the awakening. This is part of, you know, so it's not a taking, it doesn't mean I don't have to be sad or pissed off or frustrated. And I also have a ton of reverence for those people that have given their lives for our awakening. That's the place that I go. Right. I literally think to myself, Oh, that person got, you know, when George Floyd got killed. Mm-hmm. I just saw just before we got on here that the, that the, that's the trial is complete. They, they sentenced the police officer. Right. Yeah. It's so, it's so fascinating to me when you say that too, because it's like what we were talking about earlier about everyone has a role. It's like, everybody comes here with a path, you know, and like George Floyd. That's what I mean. Like when he passed it or when he changed got- the world change the world and that was his role so think about religion right or religious belief systems you know how jesus was the one or you know whatever it was Mm -hmm. no yes and our whole world is of people that are on purpose here to make a difference for people to wake up yeah right in some way shape or form that's my belief it doesn't have to be yours or anybody else's it's that's kind of what i've come to with death like whenever i see like I, I feel the pain and then I'm like, Oh, thank you for your, for your contribution. Cause I know you, you know, I you're you accelerating can. this, you're, you're supporting us as a, a, you know, as humanity to look in the mirror and to look at ourselves. And I feel like, yeah, there's just so many pieces of that. I love that you were like, I'm going to talk about death for a minute. I, <laughs> I too have had that relationship with death where it used to terrify me. I actually had this, 
I was going to say it was highly irrational, but I think it's actually pretty common. I had a really intense fear of my dog dying for years. When I first got Jade, I was like, oh my God, what am I? It was, she was like my child. Right. And I had this really deep seated fear of something happening to her to the point where I would become anxious. Like I was, you know, anxiously considering different things. It just really wasn't, um, nourishing for our relationship but it taught me so much because it was actually it was in peru i was in one of the ceremonies and i saw her in the ground she had already passed it was like she was buried in the grounds of earth and and essentially it was like the universe it wasn't a place in the ground like a tomb it was like she was just in the in the workings of the planet you know and all i could see was all of her energy and how it was like coming out of her and into the world and towards me. And it was everywhere. You know, it wasn't like, like when we die, it's not like, we're just like, okay, see you later. That's the end. Peace out. Like we're done here. It's like, there's so much more that we're interconnected with that we don't even see on this plane, you know? And that's why I was thinking about vibration, but go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. I, well, I just, I had this thought as you were talking about, there's this, there's this thing I've seen. I don't know if anybody's heard of this. It's called death doulas. Yes. Yes. I'm so thrilled that these exist Yep, and that people, you know, regardless of what, where you're at, if it's a, you know, a critical illness or something else is happening, but people will literally work with you in your passing so that you can get what you need, whether that's on a soul level, whether that is just physical, you know? Um, I just think that's so stunning that people are shifting their relationship to death, that it doesn't have to be this this devastating i mean obviously it's devastating to a degree but devastating that that's just it it's just sad they're gone bye see you later it's like we're actually having reverence for this next this next cycle of life you know and anyways i thought of that as you were talking and i thought wow i was i was blown away when i discovered that those existed i thought they were fabulous birth doulas and death doulas of course and i just makes sense i think from the context of like so death doulas couldn't, they could not have existed in, in the light. Like, I mean, and, you know, without mm-hmm. being uh, in the background somewhere t- 30 years ago. Totally. Yeah. Which There's speaks so much judgment. Yeah. There'd be so much, whatever. Right. Like, so uh, like, that's how much we're, that's the consciousness. Like our consciousness is growing and expanding constantly. Right. And I think about death doulas being again, like, angels yeah you know yeah. that that can be with people passing that takes a lot man like it yeah. takes a ton to be able to be with people passing as your career first of all yeah yeah and then the whole family yeah part of it right because there's a lot of people that a death doula is dealing with not just the mm-hmm. person that's passing right, right right of course so that person that's doing that work like wow what an angel you are Mm-hmm. And how cool is it? We're actually in this space in time where we can actually allow people to be death doulas. Yeah. Right? It's really fascinating to me. Um, I remember when my dad passed and I went to his original kind of funeral thing and I wasn't upset. My brothers were totally upset, you know, and really took it such a different way. And I really got that this is his experience and he's always here. Mm-hmm. His being is always here. He might be back on this planet as a, as a human or a rock or, you know what I mean? Or whatever it is. Like, I don't know, but 
like you were saying, it's just energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, but it was really hard for me to describe that to my family. They thought I was just gross because I was so mm-hmm. like, good for you, dad. I'll see you whenever I see you again. <laughs> and they're like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> good for you, dad. Love ya. Well, he's, he yeah. hated his life. He was full uh, of cancer. You know what I mean? Like he yeah. didn't have a good time. Right. You know? He did what he was supposed to do and he was out. Yeah. So I know it sounds, you know, some people are like, oh my God, but you know, there's just something about it that feels natural. Yeah. Thanks for saying that. Yeah. That is, that is, that's the piece for me. It's like, we're resisting what is natural. This is what is happening. This is life. <laughs> all of it. Like going yeah. back to what you said about what do I do with these problems, right? We're resisting what's natural. We mm-hmm. have like a person that's ill has the answers person that's ill and people hate this conversation hate it so much it's so weird to me but they created that illness ah yes yes we've had this conversation I've seen people in resistance to this conversation and I get what they resist what they're resisting is that they think that it's like there's a make wrong like you did that on purpose right and that's not what I'm saying I'm saying that you have thoughts, feelings, and body sensations that are not of love. And your body is saying, hey, you're saying some really shitty things about you. You believe some really shitty things about you. You have a lot of grief and anger and frustration that you're not releasing. You're not being authentic. So here's some, you know, like I said, your body is- antenna, yeah. Antenna, right? So it's giving you an opportunity to clear and clean up some thoughts, feelings, and body sensations in in you so that you can be healthy. We're also trained to believe that uh, we don't have the answers, Mm -hmm. right? Like you have to believe that doctor, you have to believe that scientist, you have to believe that thing that, I don't know, in that book, right? And So there's just no me, there's no, like, I can do this. We actually have the power to heal ourselves 100%. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Our body is a manifestation of our thoughts. I'm looking for a book because I was, um, oh, it is Dr. Joe Dispenza. I was reading about this woman. She was terminal. She had terminal cancer, I think two different kinds. You guys will probably recognize this if you've read a few of his books. I can't remember which one it's from right now. Um, But she sat in meditation every morning. She would go into the void, you know, and she would not get off of her cushion until she was experiencing pure love and joy in her body. And she healed herself. Doctors were mystified. I mean, there's thousands if not I don't know how many stories there are of this but there are so many people who are healing themselves in ways that doctors cannot explain because it's not on the physical realm and yeah I just I was so moved by that woman's story specifically because doctors had turned her away they said there's nothing we can do but make you comfortable to die and she just didn't accept that and I think so many of us are I've always had a bit of a quaff with the medical industry. You guys have probably heard me mention different things throughout episodes because I, I don't totally fully trust that. I'm like, mm, you all don't really have the best track record with certain things. And also 
it's only one piece. It's only one piece. Like there's all these other pieces of what's going on and why we're having that experience. And anyways, when I heard her story, I think she works with Dr. Joe Dispenza, if I remember correctly now, like she fully healed herself, transformed her physical health through her spiritual health. And now, I mean, has been living for many years since then. So it's not like, you know, she just maintained, she cured herself Mm -hmm. through that. It's stunning. Well, and, 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 I do, and it's not just meditation, like meditation yeah. is the asp- at, uh, a really beautiful access point, but it's also undoing those thoughts, like those belief systems, right? Yeah. So when we get critically ill, it's a real opportunity for us to shift a whole bunch of stuff, mm-hmm. right? And it takes something, it takes, um, it takes support, it takes being vulnerable, um, you know, it takes finding out what works for you. So like, I think there's a place for doctors in the world. I think doctors um, most genuinely actually want to support, like you think about the surgeries and things like that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Wow. Right. And think also, I think about, imagine if we actually never had to go that far with our health that we needed surgeries and things like that. If we actually took care of our spiritual health, like you said, yeah from that place, there right. is less and less of that period. But I do have respect for, and it's not my go-to, right? I also have a strong belief that the more I resist, like that's just fear. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. right? so instead of- <laughs> I gotta work through some of my stuff around that, Cammy. Let's sidebar that for a session. Because you have something there, but there's, now there's, I think the place to get to is being able to be neutral about something yeah, right? and, and be able to hold space for it and also hold space in your body. Like anytime there's any fear that goes on in a, in a belief, you're creating a disruption in your, in your electricity, in your vibration. Right. So that's, that's the resistance part. Right. So if you're able to recognize like, like how to attune yourself, how to support yourself so that you can go to a doctor and get what they need, get what they offer. If that's what you need to move you to the next step. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it totally does. So what I'm saying is that there's, there's a lot more than just meditation. There's, um, there's different rituals for you to create. There's things, but you're the only one who knows what they are. So I'm always a big fan of offering people quite a few different things and see what feels good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You spoke to that earlier about, and it was just stopped me in my tracks, literally was the, that, that piece of like knowing, like, like really fully landing in that place of just knowing that you're just whole and complete and perfect and, a soul, you know, that you can really, really get that. And I know that you support people with that. You have a program that's starting soon where you teach some of the rituals that you're talking about and just the ways to support ourselves on that level. So we can keep showing up as, as who we really are, you know? Um, And I know from working with you for as long as I have, that it really has been about that. It really has been about how I can, nurture and take care of that part of myself, like land in that, in that me, you know, and 
support myself at that level. Cause it's being a human is weird. It is. And that <laughs> is my like, first couple of years ago or however long ago, my, my passion was self-love, right? Yeah. To really support people in self-love. Me too. I've had to go through as much as you have and everyone else like gone through my yeah. own as I work with people. And what I get about the faith part is it's actually trusting myself. I think that's the most mm-hmm. ultimate gift I could give myself. And trusting myself means that I uh, doesn't mean I doubt other people. It actually means mm-hmm. that I can trust nice. myself and there's no questions. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a, like there's a big difference in trusting myself righteously, like from boundaries and you know, you're in my space kind of thing, or I didn't like what you said, but more like trusting myself and being curious at the same time. So I, there's a beautiful, what I, I really believe that all humans have the capacity to do is be able to be with wholeheartedly someone else's opinion, someone else's lifestyle, someone else's color of their skin, someone else's, you know, all of it. And that trusting yourself creating that faith because it's a trusting yourself and then also knowing that you're completely taken care of. Mm, Yeah. It's that, that's that combination. And so it actually creates confidence. It creates uh, the ability to, to be in any situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what I was seeing. It's like, you're literally able to just be with whatever is going on externally with other people we're seeing a lot of I I just my example that I'm considering in my mind is like around vaccines at the moment I feel like a lot of people are like really can't be with each other's experience Mm -hmm. and when I consider what you just were sharing it's like imagine just being able to be like I know that I'm making this like I feel so certain in what's right for me whether it's you know obviously a bigger conversation than just vaccines but I'm thinking like that you wouldn't feel threatened or the need to attack someone else because you would also have that experience of knowing that they can trust themselves. And like, that's beautiful. <laughs> I want that for everyone. <laughs> I have to go a step farther because that's what I do. Yes. Imagine if you trusted yourself so much that you didn't act, there was no vaccines to have. Oh, damn. <laughs> Because you know and trust your body wholeheartedly and yes. you know how to, um, you know, make sure nothing actually hurts you or attacks you or whatever, whatever the, the things that the vaccines are for, right? Like, mm. we actually have that ability yeah, to be disease-free, to be uh, fully healthy. Yeah. That's all of our thoughts feelings you know what I mean like yeah. that's where it all comes from right so that's my stand yeah that and I get yeah. that we're also in a human world and again I'm not judging it I think it's great where we are is where we are and um I just would like to really support people in having more compassion for themselves trusting mm-hmm. themselves more um going through whatever it takes because it takes yeah. time. Oof. Yeah. And um, for there be more people in the world that can be and take and create space for what is so. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Is so. Yeah. 
So obviously I could boast about Cami and just the tremendous containers that she holds for people. And yeah, I mean, it's without a doubt. I, I, I tend to be quite reserved about recommending people. Cause I feel like we all find our, you know, who we're supposed to learn from and be with and stuff. And, and, and <laughs> I wholeheartedly recommend working with Cami. I feel like you, you are artful in how you support people. You really truly are. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we'll put info about the program that you have coming up attuned. And so check it out, get in contact with Cami about it. Is there anything that you want to say about attuned for anybody who's like, Ooh, this conversation is hitting on a chord for me. Um, Attuned came to me around 3 a.m. one day, one morning. <laughs> As it does. <laughs> As it does. And I literally just wrote the whole thing out um, yeah. and dialogued with my higher self. And and I've been sitting on this for a minute because I've been getting more and more information to bring to the conversation. Um I really trust wholeheartedly that the 10 people that are supposed to be in the first program will be there um, that are really, really wanting to experience the fullness of life, the fullness of themselves. And I'm not talking about goals. The, the thing that I know about attuned and the process of attuned is that all the things I was actually saying this to a colleague the other day about how I was going through my journals from like 1994 and all my project designs from being a coach, and they're all the same thing. Make this much money, uh, lose this much weight, get this boyfriend, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I was like, oh my God, that's boring. Like all of it's just bunk. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's what we all think that we want. Yeah. But what I've learned really is that from this trusting myself, and I'm not fully like, you know what I mean? Like I'm always, I trust myself. 80% of the time, that's the kind of thing I want to say, like, I still have moments of like, what the hell am I doing kind of thing. And I think that's, that's life. And that's growing. I don't think I'll ever stop. Right. But what I notice is that um, with that trusting myself and knowing that I'm always taking care of, and I'm always taking care of myself, um, all of the other stuff just keeps happening. So, Mm. you know what I mean? All of my quote unquote goals, are they're there and there's nothing hard about them because that's actually not like that's part of the trusting myself mm-hmm. so it's backwards to me whenever we're looking for whatever and I, I've been coaching in this way I think for quite a while now like your goals manifesting your goals is the um it's just the result of you trusting yourself Ooh. yeah right and a lot of people are super driven and a, a type personality and all that kind of stuff, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about actually experiencing joy and happiness and bliss, mm. even if it's shitty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my experience is that, or my, my truth is, is that we're all wanting the thing, the things, the people, the finances, the body, because we think we're going to be happy when we get there. That's, we're actually just wanting the experience. Mm-hmm. So attuned is really to develop the experience and the rest will happen. Yeah, nice. Right? So that's what attuned is. 
Yeah. So good. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, man, life. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put the link for attuned in the show notes below. If you're listening on uh, anywhere, you just scroll down and you can see it. You can get into a combo with Cami and see if it's a fit and, and just where you land with that. I am so grateful that we had this conversation. Thanks. I, I really, I want to listen back because I felt like you just gave so many perspective shifting moments where it was like, I could feel myself going, oh yeah, right. Like kind of zooming out and going, okay, right. It's like, uh, what's that saying? It's not, um, it's essentially, it's like, it's not that we have to necessarily change anything. It's like, we just have to change the way we look at it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, so I just, I so appreciate you and who you are and your dedication to humanity and just all of us live in a more love-filled experience. Mm -hmm. um, I totally encourage anybody listening to this mm -hmm. to share with me or with Cami uh, anything that came up for you. Like it, it doesn't matter what it is just to share and um, be on that journey together and just have this be more of a dialogue than just you listening to a podcast. So encourage you to reach out all our infos below and we both love you so much yeah thank you so much for your time so appreciated love you stace love you